Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. The intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So, your thoughts on the Wayno situation in St. Louis? Well, the Cardinals did really, in my opinion, what's really the only fair and sensitive thing they could have done. That's put him on the injured list. He can't get it done anymore. He simply does not have it. He was shelled again yesterday, perhaps not as heavily as he had been in in recent games, but (laughs) final score, which we'll get into a little bit later on, 15-2 kind of speaks for itself. He gave up seven runs, six runs, I beg your pardon, on seven hits. This is all in just in three innings of pitching. He just simply can't do it. So the Cardinals have put him on the injured list, told the media that, and the key is they said, what's what's the injury? (laughs) They didn't answer. That's because there is no injury. It's a way to hide the guy and say, hey, look, get your head on straight, and we may be able to use you in the bullpen or something of this nature. But as far as starting pitching is concerned, he really has to be out of that rotation. They're they're getting killed with him in there. Even without him in there, they're not doing very well. But this is a tough thing to do. The guy's a future Hall of Famer. He still is two wins shy of the 200 mark in his career, which I know he'd love to have. But... Wainwright is a team man. He knows what's best for the team, and he knows what the club has to do. It's not just him, though. There's a oh, lot more there going are many on. Many others. There's no question about yeah. that. Sure, he's he's the one of the starting five pitchers on whom you know fully well you're not probably not going to get a win. So you can't have that. The others, yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens, but there are other many, many other factors to the team. Man, there's a lot of problems in St. Louis this season, no question there. Also, not the only ones feeling it today. Angels, <laughs> big time, big loss. Well, kind of. Oh, no, no, no. This is uh, next to Otani and probably right there with Otani. Mike Trout is, is their big man. And, yeah, he's out. He's out probably until mid to late August and maybe even early September. And this is one of those unique injuries that can happen to any kind of a slugger, guy who really swings the bat hard. It's a broken hamate vein, a bone in his, in his hand. And the hamate, Mike, is right there. It's a juncture of the hand and the wrist. It's a very small bone. This is a serious injury in regards to putting a guy on the sidelines in athletics. It is not a serious injury to you or me who would be doing nothing at all. It probably would heal in itself, and there is no permanent damage. But the only way to get it to heal quickly is through surgery. So he'll have a, an operation to small bone, the hamate bone, the bone <laughs> I get that right, hamate bone, and he did snap it, and he snapped it by swinging hard at a pitch in the eighth inning on Monday night. He said he felt it go, felt it break right then, and knew that was going to be a problem. And it is going to be a problem for them, but uh, when you got Otani on your team who can literally uh, shoot out or shut out any batter on the opposing team and then come out and hit two home runs in a game. I don't know. Well, he is a rarity. <laughs> There's no question about that. The only other one who comes to mind who fit that category was Babe Ruth back in the early part of the 20th century. But the fact is that Otani is a key, but it's a, it's not a one-man game. It is not a one-man game. You are right about that. Speaking of one-man games, though, there was one yesterday to celebrate our nation's <laughs> birthday. A hot dog eating contest, and uh, I refuse to watch it because it makes me sick. I like hot dogs. Just someone shoving their face at them does not sound like a lot of fun to watch, but we do have a champion. Though. I've got to tell you this as a personal story. Marching in the Marshfield Parade yesterday, the 4th of July Parade, we passed a family that was cooking hot dogs, and oh, did they smell good. 
good. You know oh, what he wants right. for Christmas, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> a pack of Nathan's Famous. Well, in, in this case, though, the event itself was held up for two hours because of heavy thunderstorms on Coney Island. In fact, Joey Chestnut did not think they were going to have it. He had been told it was canceled, but it was not. Yeah, TV means an awful lot, and that, that or the uh, whatever you call it, contest or whatever, was on television. ESPN does carry it. So they finally got it done, and of course, Chestnut wins it again, this time 62. That's far below his record. 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes, but he's the winner for the 16th time in 17 tries. That's pretty good. It's It says something about you whenever you can eat that many hot dogs that quickly, and you're like, oh, you know what? It's not really the top of his game. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> he is. Chestnut's not a kid. He's, you know, late 30s, early 40s, somewhere around there. But he's done that. He knows the techniques. However, it doesn't last forever. Somebody else will come along who can gorge. <laughs> come on, ladies. Let's see who can be, knock this guy off the mountain. So, Cardinals game yesterday was a disaster. It's not looking so good. Well, the pro Cardinals fans, and there are many, there are legions of them, probably in the millions, will say it's it's only one game, and that is right. The score is the score of the game is irrelevant. It's a, it, but it's a loss. That's the problem. It's only one loss. Trouble with this: fifteen to two was the final. Miami Marlins. Well, Miami's a pretty good team, folks. They aren't that good, but. I really feel like the Cardinals have a chance of coming back in these next two games, and I kind of hope they do because right now they are 15 games under 500. Now you say, okay, that's they can make that up. They can, but there are only 77 games remaining. That sounds like a whole lot, folks, in the second half of the season. And 77 games is a lot, but it is not in baseball terms. It is not that great. And to make up a margin of 15 games under 500, you really have to get to 500 to really think you're going to be a contender. They still could be a contender in the National League Central, but they have to have to really improve and start winning some games and winning them in a streak. I don't really see a, a big streak with this team now. One or two or three wins, sure, they can do that. But you've got to get seven or eight or nine, maybe even ten wins in a row to to really help out with the deficit. 15-2, Miami won the game. More disturbing, though, 77 games remaining, 15 games under 500, and falling to about 10.5 out of first place. Not a good season for Missouri baseball teams. Royals, did they do any better? No, they did not. Royals got beat by the Minnesota Twins 9-3, and for Kansas City, that is their 61st loss of the year. 61 losses. That is an awful lot of defeats. Kansas City just simply can't seem to get any consistency done. Zach Greinke got the start yesterday, hit hard by the Minnesota Twins, who are a pretty good team. Springfield Cardinals did uh, play their first uh, home game of the second half of the season last night. Big crowd, over 6,000, had fireworks and a show on stage and so forth and so on. Played the Amarillo Sod Poodles and beat them 9-8. Three runs in the last of the eighth inning, one for the Springbirds. And their new phenom, Tink Hentz, got the start. He's a kid they just brought up from Peoria. He's from Arkansas, down at uh, Pine Bluff. And he came in and pitched well. He pitched five innings. I'm pretty doggone sure they took him out on a pitch count. But five innings, he gave up six hits, one run, did give up a home run, struck out five. And for a rookie making his start in double-A baseball, first start, that's uh, pretty commendable. The Cardinals think an awful lot of this guy, hence he's from Watson Chapel High down in Arkansas, and 
He got the start and gets the win, and the new lights were turned on. That makes a difference. Yeah, how'd those things look? They're good. They're real good. They make a big difference. You had to put your sunglasses on, I bet. <laughs> Almost, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got one more thing to talk about in the St. Louis Cardinals world. Um, you know, it was interesting. I, I don't know if it was Michaelis who said this recently. I think it was Michaelis. He was talking about he basically was calling his own pitches, probably two or three batters, and got hit. And then all of a sudden said, all right, you take over. And then struck out. I don't know how many. It was just, it was crazy. He's having a tough year, obviously. Big shoes to fill this season. Well, this was, uh, this is Wilson Contreras, who we're talking about the catcher, who was yanked from his starting catching position. That's why the Cardinals got him from the Chicago Cubs. Well, there were all sorts of stories. What what has he done? Why is there no communications? Well, (laughs) maybe the real story. It's been circulating now throughout the major leagues. Everybody knew the pitchers of the Cardinals were not happy. They never said why they weren't happy, but they were not with the way the game was being called. It turns out now that Contreras may have been calling pitches that many of these pitchers didn't even have. And now how can that happen? Well, lack of communication is number one. But number two, and I think many baseball fans know this, but there may be some who don't. These signals are not always given by the catcher from his stance. They have a little wristband that they have on that sends an electronic, oh, whatever it is, electronic signal to a voice, and the pitcher wears the sound device in his ear. And it's, I think it's a female voice, but regardless of that, it's computerized. And the catcher will push a button that says fastball, curveball, whatever, slider, and it resonates in the pitcher's head and he'll nod and all that. They don't give the signals as such. It could be that Contreras might have been hitting the wrong button on his wrist. Oh my God. That's one of the, that's a, that is a possibility. That's not a definite. And that the Cardinals are not commenting. <laughs> the guy's calling the wrong signals. Come on. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. And this is going to go back to what I'm saying. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. But here we are beyond the halfway point in the season. And you're now just figuring out your catcher doesn't know how to use the equipment you have. That's not just his fault. Well, no, well, uh, Mike, this is early in the season. I know. Yanking, but it still could be carrying over now. Still. Come on. That's, oh, my God. The ship is burning. You know what, though? While you were talking about that, I had an idea. What if we could get your voice to be the one that talks to the pitchers in Major League Herbal. Baseball? That's what I was going to say. Bring the heat, you jerk. <laughs> Stuff like that. Oh, my God. You'd see guys throwing no-nos all left and right. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.